is up everyone welcome to episode 93 of the gaming duo podcast i'm kelvin the kevlar vest your host for this week and i'm joined by co-host rob the robot if you're new to the show welcome thank you for listening thank you for tuning in we are the podcast that discusses the latest gaming news each and every friday at 7 a.m eastern time but we kind of go on sometimes on tuesdays wednesdays depending on what we're doing live on youtube slash kind of uh kind of funny uh, slash uh, the gaming duo podcast <laughs> <laughs> I know what podcast you've been listening to. I just watched them. Yeah, it was great. Also, um, congrats yeah. to them because they just yeah. got that awesome new studio. So yeah, it looks gorgeous. Uh, yeah, kudos they did to good. Them. Kudos to them. They did a great job. Rob, how you been? I'm doing good, man. Uh, getting ready for the move, moving uh, next week. So it's going to be kind of crazy. Mm. And uh, yeah, just just getting all that together. And Wait, I'll it's be gone. next week. You're moving next week. Next Friday, yeah. Next Friday. Wow. Holy crap. Yeah, week from Friday, I will be moving into the new house. So, congrats, congrats. How's yeah. that? How's that? How's that going? I like, mean, <laughs> so far we got everything like kind of set up. Um, mm-hmm. I just kind of have to just like rip it off like Ben and just get everything out. Just do it, it, you know. Just, just do, do it. it. Yeah. I just can't. I'm, it's almost like I'm a little anxious because I want it. I just want to get it over with. Kind of. Right, 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 right. Whereas right, I'm just kind of like sitting here waiting for it to happen. And I'm just like, ah, let's do it. I hear you. But process of buying a house is an extreme pain in the ass. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, is, it is tough. But you know what? You're making moves. I'm happy for you. Um, it's going to be tough moving everything you have now to like your new existing room that's going to happen. So that's going to be a little tough. But it is what it is. No, it'll be good. It's, it'll be this. this it'll be fun will, to like. Kind of yeah, like it'll be fun. It, it, at first, it'll be a little jank, obviously. Like you'll sure. see the background of it like slowly changing again. But um, I actually have to start packing up everything uh, pretty soon. So that's going to be all gone in the back behind me. What about you? Anything new with you? Uh, nope. Just playing some games. Um, still playing on, games. You crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Playing some games on still on paternity leave. So just kind of, you know, staying at home with the baby and the kids and the wife. Oh, uh, yeah, man. Everything's good. What have you been playing, though? So still Shadow Hearts 2 Covenant okay. on my trusty Steam Deck. I uh, finally got to disc two. Remember how that game had two discs? Yes, I do. Yeah. So what's really strange is obviously the way you download, I can't really explain how you download the files because mm-hmm. that's a little, you know, I'm doing the whole emulation thing. Mm, um, test, test, but test. the way you download, it's like you can only download, you download the disc one and you download this two. It's not just one file. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. So, like, I'm literally up to the part where the game asks me, it's like, save your game. Because it actually has its own built-in memory card, too, which is really cool. So, it basically mimics a memory card as well. Interesting. Okay. And then it says, put in disc two. But I'm like, I don't have disc two. It's not. There's no disc two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's it's funny seeing the uh, the difference in technology now that we have. Yeah. So Interesting. Is that all you've been playing, just that? Um, That's mostly it. We played a little bit of Warzone. We got a W other night that's right yeah i forgot about that yeah trying yeah, to get, her. get a w that was a fantastic game we should have definitely um recorded that but i think it was it was a very like bringing us back to to the roots right going back to what we used to play and just getting getting us back to uh square one right 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 exactly um and there's a ton of new games coming out at the end of this month uh like bayonetta is one that i'm excited for but we'll talk more about bayonetta later right yes because for, sure, for sure for sure <laughs> um real quick before we move on i've been playing um a plague tales requiem which it's came good. out today um and i have good it, 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 so starting off the game gorgeous beautiful beautiful gaming it, definitely a, a leap from uh, the first game from innocence 
I think a lot of it, and I've been probably, I dabbled probably maybe two, maybe close to three hours at this point, right? Um, so I'm still fairly early on in the game, but from what I've seen, it's relatively the same. There's not much that's changed besides graphics. Um, everything just kind of feels right at home, which isn't a bad thing per se. Is it? Are you playing on Game uh, Game Pass? Like the Cloud? Steam Deck, yeah, on xCloud. So that tells you in itself, it still looks gorgeous, even me playing it through the cloud. Okay. Um, and obviously the controls are fine. It just feels much of like what I just played. And again, I just finished the game like a couple weeks ago, the first one. So now I'm going into this one. It just feels like I'm going right back. To continuation, to continuation of it, basically. Of it. Yeah. Um, not a bad thing, but it just feels like the same so far. You know, like I know exactly what to do. We're kind of doing a lot of the... Um, hiding like hide and seek kind of gameplay like a lot of stealth gameplay things i think the one of the things that really bothers me a little bit with this game is the fact that it's a little harsh when it comes to stealth in this game like you don't so amicia she isn't a, a fighter right she's very much of like you know she's protecting her her brother her, amicia her brother. is her main character right yes yep and she is not much of a fighter so she uses these like slingshots for rocks right she has like a rock and she has a slingshot that's how she kind of like kills or attacks enemies but she doesn't like she's not a like one-to-one fighter so if they catch you if they see you you're pretty much dead you know there's not much you okay can do. it's, I mean, it's more of a sneaking game it than is anything. but don't get me wrong there is times where you can counter enemies and you can like kill them or you can like kind of uh you know get them just like give us give you some time to like run away or something like that but right 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 there's not much leeway for you to actually like fight and like really empty out a whole room you know like it's, it's right. pretty much like if you get caught you either get one hit and you're done or you're, you're just done in general you know so it is kind of unforgiving in that sense but the stealth is fun it is it is nice but i, I just feel like it gets really this like the samey it's really like kind of doing the same thing over and over again and that just kind of ruins the experience a little bit okay so do you recommend this game yes or no yes 100 percent. again all right so uh, that's so. just my one drawback of the game because everything else i think is really good um again continuing from the first game i i love the first game it, it was it was great the characters were great the uh storyline is phenomenal um some of the voice acting is a little off and it still continues continues on from this one but overall the gameplay is pretty you know pretty fun and i definitely recommend this game if you haven't played it yet yeah, we got the first we have one. It, yeah, we we have it on screen right now. And is uh, the gameplay linear? Is it a linear game, or is it kind of like it's open world? linear? It's I mean, it's your typical linear open world game. Now it's like it's not open world in a sense, but like you have open areas. So like, like this part like right here, right here, yeah. there's open areas where you can kind of like, you know, tra- traverse through a little bit, kind of like move around. But for the most part, you're just gonna going through a straight path. Very cool. And uh, there's also another game coming out to Game Pass next uh, this weekend, I think it is. And Persona 5 Royal is com- coming out for Game Pass. So I'm pretty yes. excited for that. Yes, um, yes. Are you going to play? On Game Pass, again, I don't know, man. I, I feel like... On I the sh- go, it's going to be on the cloud. So you're going to be able to play Persona 5 Royal. But again, you're not a guy that goes back and plays old games that you've already beaten. See, but, but- Persona is different. Like I, I don't mind playing the game. It's just I know how daunting that task is i know how long that is going to take for me to finish it from like especially persona 5 royal is is a much longer game oh it has more dlc in it you know it has a dlc in it so it's like do i really want to spend 100 plus hours in the game where i can be either playing something else or i can like i know kind of like the story like i know it's worth it don't get me wrong i'm not trying to shit on persona obviously persona is like one of my favorite games but i'm just 
am I am I there in my mindset in my mind space? Am I there right now? You know? Yeah, you are. You do. You're good. You're good. Yeah, just do yeah, it. Just do it. Just pick it up and do it. Yeah, right. come on. Well, let's get into the news real quick. Let's here. do it. So G4 TV is being shut down after I, not even a year. Actually, it's been I think a year. Next week would have been the the full year. Uh, so this after last month's layoffs, G4 TV has said its goodbyes, announcing that they will be shutting down the network completely. Employees were not even given a proper notice. Some even given notice from Twitter on the Twitter account Warrior64, which to me, if you're laying me off and I find out via Twitter from a post, yeah, that's insane. That's, that's bonkers. Yeah, they don't necessarily, sometimes they don't do it the way they should do it. You know what I mean? So I'll put the tweet up over here. Gerard, the completionist, he was one of the um, one of the employees at G4 TV. He responded to Warrior 64's uh, post saying that G4 has shut down, saying, hey, this tweet is how I found out how I lost my job. <laughs> how neat. Incredible. That That's crazy to me. Um, the CEO and chairman, Dave Scott, explained in a memo afterwards stating the viewership is low and the network has not received or achieved substantial financial results. End quote. Rob. G4 is no more. Is this surprising to you? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really know it existed. Like, I knew it existed, but, like, it wasn't really a thing. Right. So, for me, this isn't really a shock because it's not like this. everyone was watching. Everyone's like, yo, G4 TV is, like, the place you got to go to watch all your gameplay. It's it's on Twitter or it's on uh, Twitch and stuff like that. Or, yeah. you know, it's not like the latest stream or anything. Like, it was just it was just kind of in the background, and I don't know if anyone really watched it. So I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, how about you? Like, like, what is your thoughts as far as it's shutting down? And as... Yeah. Is this, this is the last time we're probably ever going to see any former G4 TV. This is it. This is yeah, they they tried it once to kind of re, re, bring back that that um that network and and it's not going to work out. So to me, first off, shitty for everyone working there, right? Um, sorry for everyone that's that's going through that right now. Um, I think I Microsoft think, did the same thing today too. Today, I think they today, they laid yeah. off like a thousand employees or something like that. Mm-hmm. Just like Shadow, just yeah did it so. hopefully they had a notice before a memo before they right, found right. out you know but yeah when when companies do this stuff i think it's very shitty that they one they don't really properly um tell this to their employees that are staff right they kind of just tell them the day of or sometimes they just find out like the like gerard the completionist right now saying that he found it out via tweet like that to me is shitty business that to me means that you don't care about your employees that to me just sounds like you're not really like this one that to me also sounds like it, it was like kind of out of the blue, but I feel like it shouldn't have been based off of what we've seen with G4 TV happening in the past couple year. You know? Right, right. Um, they G4 started off kind of rough, you know, like even when they first started out, I remember back in January, there were a lot of things going on um, in the news section, right? Talking about one of the employees at G4, you know, like throwing out, you know, saying like, I guess pointing out people for being sexist and, and all that stuff and it, it caused a lot of headlines which caused a lot of people to leave g uh you know some some of the people to unsubscribe to g4 and so it started pretty bad from the beginning but i think to me what caused g4 to just kind of end its demise is basically it it, it didn't capture anyone's um attention attention in a sense of like when we watched g4 back when we were growing up like they had 
like quality stuff and not to say they didn't have quality stuff now but it just didn't hit the same way you know like they had awesome talent right now currently they have awesome talent in there but it just the the quality wasn't there in my opinion you know yeah like you're watching this video right now and i have no idea that it's g4 tv right i i don't know what what this is um mm-hmm. if anything it lacks the the soul of the branding the, yeah, exactly. It, it literally lacked the branding. It lacked a soul. It, 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 the people too made it right. Like that cast, that crew that they had at um, Adam Sessler and uh, Morgan Webb, um, Olivia Munn, Olivia Munn, like all the original cast. I think if they were going to bring it back, they needed to bring back um, those people in some form just to kind of like at least kick it off, like kind of like passing the torch kind of thing. That would have been kind of cool to at least get some familiarity with, you know, well, uh, if I understand correctly, Adam Sessler was there. He was he yeah, came right, back. Right, right. You you are right on that. But again, it was just only one piece, and it it wasn't the same. Right. It just right. you could tell it just wasn't the same. And um, yeah, I mean, it, the the writing was kind of on the wall with this one. Right. There was no marketing. There was no you had no idea that it was a thing. None. And that's the problem, right? I think they did good on trying to try to stay in the moment with like how. Uh, how we consume media now, how we consume our gaming media now, right? Because that's the problem. Before, if you think about it, G4 back in the day, it was the only way you could kind of consume some type of gaming media at the yeah. time. Before you had, the to, internet, go, sense, you had right? to get cable, you had to get cable subscription, whatever, and then that's how you watch. It was kind of like ESPN before gaming. And it was right. the first time where you actually thought of this as, oh, wait, I can actually do this as a, as like a job. You know, like I can like, oh, like that's something that I can do. Right. A lot. So that that kind of branched out things to make people start YouTube channels about games and start like their own projects and their own type of like companies as far as games and reviewing and and all that stuff. So I think that was what really sparked G4 to kind of really be big. But then now when it came back, there's so many avenues, there's so many ways to consume anything gaming media related that it kind of fell in the back burner. You know, they had it's like a, it's like a dinosaur at this point. It's basically a dinosaur compared to what we have now, like the way we consume, you know what I mean? So, and then a lot of their stuff, a lot of their projects on G4 at the moment, it just didn't really resonate with a lot of the people, you know? And you know, that's probably what happened. That's what caused them to, to shut down. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they at least tried. I think that's good that they tried it out. They wanted to see if it would work. Um, obviously, it wasn't implemented the way they wanted. Did they, they try wanted. it hard enough? I feel like two years would have been good. Like a year, like not even a year in and you're like, all right, let's, let's cut this, you know? I mean, that's just the way it works now, right? Like that's just how companies work. It's like if they don't see immediate results or immediate views, they're just – it's the, it's a money thing, right? Like they don't sure. want to – pour money into it if it's not getting the results immediately um especially if they're decided to make a decision um it's not uncommon nowadays you know in a day where like instant gratification is a thing um yeah it doesn't surprise me so yeah i mean it sucks man because g4 could have been something good g4 if if it if they would have stuck with their guns i feel like they could have maybe branched out a little bit and tried different things maybe they could have gotten the the views and, and the and the you know what what they wanted to to see but i feel like going out a year bef- like a year in i feel like that's just like just giving up way too quickly you know yeah like i said it, it, again it you got it's the companies that that really want to see those results and it sucks that that's just the way it is but that's the world we live in 
um, unfortunately. And again, it sucks for people that lost their jobs, like just finding out like that, like that's the worst part, but it happens. Like this is just the world we live in now and we have to accept it. And if something does come back, we better hope that they do well the first time or else it's, it's not, um, actually d- depends on like IPs too, I guess. Like, you know, there's like all these like games that try to come back out and then they just, they just fail again. Right. And same thing with movies. There's, there's movies they try to come back out and they're just not, not great. But, um, I think G4 TV, it dying brought us what we have today the media that we consume today. So it's like the, the granddaddy of like everything. Right. right? Yeah. So, um, it's sacrifice is not in vain. Um, we have the so second many, time though, the second sacrifice, yeah, second time, not, yeah. Second sacrifice was kind of like not needed. Like we didn't need to sacrifice you again. Um, but maybe, like I said, maybe if it was in the, a different, different hands or a different direction, it could have worked, but I also think it just wasn't, like I said, wasn't advertised correctly. It, it, they should have made it into like a network, and but it's hard because there's so many games, there's so many, there's so much media to consume, especially in a world of streamers now, where like yeah. I want to watch a streamer play this exact game. Right. I can look that up at any time to see that thing happen and get information right. about the game, their opinion on the game. Whereas if I'm watching something like G4 TV, I can't get that instantly. I have to kind of sift through. It's almost like a radio, right? It's like, you got to get to wait till your song comes on to get the thing you want for the most part. You can't get just pick it. So I kind right. of feel like that's what, that's why G4 TV kind of failed um, in a way as well, just because of just the age we are in. They, they had something going for them. I feel like they, they were doing well when it comes to bringing in, content creators and bringing in people that are kind of known to the public already right with social media being a thing and and content creators being a thing they they did a good job of like bringing in a newer cast and i think that was needed you didn't want to bring just the complete old cast right you didn't want to just have adam sessler you don't want to just have um olivia uh, munn like just kind of keep them the same you wanted like a new face you know and i think they did a good job with that but again, I think the content, although I thought it was pretty good, I didn't think it was bad. I just think, like you said, it didn't really advertise much. And I think their hands were too, like, there were too many hands in the pot when it comes to, like, really trying to explode, really trying to, like, bring out G4 as much as they could. Because they were trying to do, again, the TV thing. They were trying to do the social media thing. They were trying to do online things. Like, I feel like they were just doing way too much. And it just didn't really end up going anywhere. You got to remember, too. Uh, and this is kind of like my last point about it is with when g4 tv came out we were younger we were kids teenagers millennials right like we we were we were of that age where like we were still watching tv right now they come back out we're older we're not just sitting around playing games anymore for the most part like at this point it's now just a hobby where all of us are working right we all have jobs we all have families we all whatever doing these things so they kind of missed the mark when it came to who they were advertising to where they thought like, oh, wait, the people that actually watched our show and know our show are actually too busy right now because they have like life shit to deal with for the most part, whereas they really should have heavily marketed towards the younger generation being like, hey, look, look watch the show, right? Because we know GT4 TV because that's the gaming. That's how you get your gaming stuff. Like that's just where it is. But the new generation they're like, what the fuck is G4 TV? I don't care about GT G4 TV. I don't know what that is. And those are the ga- those are the big gamers right now. Those are the guys that are always playing games. So, 
I kind of disagree in a sense where I think they were trying to bring in the younger crowd. I think that's what they were intending to do. Um, again, like I said before, just trying to bring in content creators to kind of host G4, right? People that are new to the to the eye figures, right? Eye figures in the gaming industry, like they brought those people in to kind of host and, and kind of like, you know, show their platform. Again, like you said, though, I, I just feel like they did a terrible job of actually promoting it. And that was a problem, in my opinion. But yeah. It is what it is. Unfortunately, um, hopefully those people that did lose their jobs get right back up and, and find something better and, you know, move on. That's it. You'll find a job. I'm believing you guys. It's it's a big world out there. There's tons of jobs out there. Like, you know, I'm not worried about them. They're very everyone there was was talented, so right. I, I'm not worried about you. For sure. Uh news number two here, Bayonetta voice actor debacle. So a lot to digest here there was a lot going on if you haven't heard about this bayonetta news here i'm gonna try to sum it up as much as i can here so basically uh last saturday the former bayonetta voice actor which was helena taylor um she voiced bayonetta for one and two uh she went into this uh series of tweets on social media explaining why she didn't repraise her role on bayonetta 3 um, and the reason being was because it ultimately just came to the fact that they were offering her $4,000 to reprise her, her role in Bayonetta 3. Um, that obviously that, that's means not a lot. That's, yeah. that's, that's chump change for, for especially being a like figure in the actual like game, right? Like you are the main person in the game, the main protagonist. You're the, you're like, the, yeah, you are, you're the, the star of the show. Start a show, and you're getting paid four thousand dollars to to do this. Again, we don't know much of the behind the scenes things, but this is based off of what she said. Um, so obviously, she was not happy about it. She claimed that instead of purchasing the game, to please donate that money that you would spend on the game to charity. So she she you know she's taking a stand on this. She doesn't want you to buy the game because of the situation. She wants you to take it somewhere else. Um, kind of put their money where their mouth is, basically. Um, and the series director claimed that the reason for her not to return was due to the overlapping, overlapping circumstances. So she flat out said that was a lie. That was not true. She had all the time in the world. Um, so that was something that was kind of like weird to actually see because, uh, you know, she was flat out saying that is not true. Um, Hideki Kamiya uh, posted a series of cryptic tweets alluding to the situation, but did not have a clear answer on what exactly happened. Um, just an attitude of un truth then um <laughs> this it keeps going um so then uh we finally get a response from jennifer hale which is the current voice actor with, of bayonetta um and she basically said a very nice tweet here i'm gonna read it real quick um with regards to bayonetta 3 as a longtime member of voice acting community i suppose i support every actor every actor's rights to be paid well and have advocated consistently for this for this for years anyone who knows me or has followed my career will know that i have great respect for my peers and what i am at, at what or ah, and what i am an advocate for all members of the community she's obviously under nda so she can't really say too much um i sincerely ask that everyone keep in mind that in this game has been created by an entire team of hard-working dedicated people and i hope everyone will keep an open mind about what they've created so you know she went through that that was great that she actually posted that um, and then there's an update here. According to Bloomberg, Platinum Games offered f offered for three to four thousand per session for five sessions. Taylor wanted a six figure salary and residuals. Also, Platinum Games declined the offer. So, a lot, 
a lot to digest there. So basically, this this happened uh, Saturday. Um, Helena was not happy. She wanted more money. They didn't want to do that. Uh, she claimed that, or they claimed that she didn't have the time to reprise her role. She said that was false. Um, what do you think about all this, Rob? Like, what what's going on in your head right now? All right. So first off, fuck all this shit that's happening right now because it is like he said, he said, he said, he she said all this bullshit right right now, and I, and I hate that shit. Yeah. Right. So at first, I see her tweets, and I'm like, oh my god, like that's awful that you weren't getting paid that much right like that sucks like this is bullshit i'm conflicted of buying this game right now and then homeboy director is just trying to figure out like he's just saying like oh it's not it's not he doesn't say it's not the truth he's just being cryptic about what he's saying which he got his twitter account suspended and then he removed the twitter account but then it got reinstated it was a whole is weird right and then jennifer hale comes out and says you know i i support voice actors i can't say shit but like I support you and I think you should get paid what you should get paid. Basically taking her side, but also being like, this is my job too. Um, I'm not trying to fuck this up. Right? right. Right. And then this report from Bloomberg is like, actually Platinum Games was like, we'll give you four G's each session. You come in with a minimum of five. So it adds up to about 15 K. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was she was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I want six, six I figures. want six uh, six figure salary and residuals of the game. And they were like, nah. So I am very conflicted right now. Who is right? Who is wrong? Here's the thing: voice actors in general are underpaid. That's just flat out the basis of everything voice actors in the gaming industry do not have the they don't have the voice i guess you want to say as many people know that they 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 know that they they have a very low barger when it comes to like all right when they go into this gaming industry they know that they're not going to be being paid that much or as much as they should be getting paid for their talents right and so going off of this going off of the whole bayonetta 3 situation and and going off of what helena's saying it sounded like okay, yeah, I understand your point because again, four thousand dollars doesn't like that's nothing, right? Especially that's not covering shit. Reprising yeah, exactly. your role from basically, right. basically from what I understand, she had to re, um, re, um, what is it? She, she had to like kind of re-enlist into her role because sometimes like you know voice actors' voices change sometimes, so they have they have to make sure that you are fit for the role again, and so she she passed with flying colors, obviously, but with that giving her four thousand dollars i just felt like that's that's trash but now this came out with bloomberg and i'm just like all right so which is it like what's going on here um i think her messages or like her tweets were fine in the first half you know like yeah, the, first, yeah, yeah. the first the first tweet would have been fine but then she kind of went on a she, tangent she kept going she kept going the third and fourth one i was like okay now i feel like you're trying to throw shots at jennifer kind of like calling her out basically saying like you are not bayonetta i am type of thing and i'm just like that didn't need to be said like you could have just left it at you know you, you this is how you feel this is how you strongly feel about the situation and you know this is my stance on this you know do we have a disgruntled former employee is this what this is or did she really not get i i think maybe she didn't get what she deserved how much was she making 
before, I guess is what we need to know. How much was she making right. before in the previous uh, roles? Did she, did she discuss that? You know what I mean? I don't think she said anything about how much she was making before. She didn't complain about it before when she was doing Bayonetta 1 and 2. Right. Right. Um, I, maybe it's something that she sees a series being this big, bigger thing now because Bayonetta is kind of a big deal now. Uh, um, again, and we have this tweet here from the gamer guy saying, unless there's publicly available proof, it's not the full story, is it? One side is saying one thing and the other is saying another. That's right. basically nothing, which is true. If you want, he said, yep. Yeah. And then uh, Jason Strider says, as I said in the story and on Twitter, I have seen written evidence of Helena Taylor being offered at least 15 grand for her work on the game. But he said he's seen it. On the game? It. As far as Bayonetta 3 or not her previous and and like her previous role with Bayonetta? On the game, on on Bayonetta three. three, Bayonetta three, yes, yes. So, so who, is what she, is, is happening? She, is she yeah. is she just trying to? I don't know. I don't. Know. I can't oh. say anything yet. I can't. I don't, we don't have the facts. But we all I facts. know is that we have nothing because Platinum Games hasn't actually came out and said something. It was again report from Bloomberg, not Platinum right. Games, like coming out of a tweet, coming out because a tweet is usually like the end all, be all kind of thing. It's just like sure. here. Is, is what I'm saying. They have, and it's a very Nintendo thing to do. They're just not going to respond. Like, oh my no. God, guys. Nintendo's definitely not. Platinum, possibly, but Nintendo, yeah. no. No, no. Here's the thing this has been, if you take this whole Bayonetta situation to the side, again, voice actors have been severely underpaid for, for quite some time. Now, what this does to the whole situation, I feel like, whether it's true or not, right, I think it does open up an avenue of like okay this is big this is an issue we need to do something about it right like you have people commenting on um helena saying like you know i mean same situation with david hater right david hater responded to her supporting her and and kind of like same situation on his end with the whole medical solid thing right where he wasn't even asked to reprise his role as snake they just want to go a different direction sullivan and they want a different direction so he was just kind of like left in the dark in that sense, right? But the problem is like he was Snake. You know what I mean? Like he right. was Nick at that point as well. So, and if she feels the same way, she was Bayonetta. And right. that's kind of just like ripped apart from you. Like you're not this character anymore. You know what I mean? I get that. I 100% get that. Um, but going off of what we said before, her third and fourth tweet, I just feel like that was just not necessary. Kind of, in my opinion, throwing shots at Jennifer Hale when... I don't like what if Jennifer Hale had no idea this was happening. She was just like, hey, this is a, a role that they were giving to me. I took it. And Jennifer Hale, from my understanding, is she's a much more known act- actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like everyone, so theoretically, you think she'd be getting paid more, right? Yeah. So I don't know how that. I don't know. I, I don't know that situation. What I do know is because of this whole thing, the whole stirring of the pot, it makes the gaming industry aware of what's happening and hopefully something like this doesn't happen again if it did actually happen the way that helena said it um and i think this is probably the start of hopefully getting voice actors to where they should be as far as like their talents go right like if you are a well-known voice actor and you are doing a role and you're reprising your role in a game you should be getting paid this amount of money for this for this job and you know it should be like that but I don't know the I, situation. We don't know the situation. Like you said, it's just kind of like he said, she said. I I, I agree. Um, 
100% because it does paint a light or shed a light on voice actors now because they should be paid what they like rightfully they should be played sure they, not at a, a, a rate that's not because their talent is different their talent especially is, reprising like re, like you're going into your role like the third time like this is like your third time going into this role it's not like you're like a you're like the main character in this game you know what i mean like you should be getting paid a decent amount yeah no i agree 100 percent. i actually before we uh go further with this i kind of want to pull up a little video here um it is of the first voice versus the new voice. So uh, I want yeah. I want to hear if there's a big difference in the voice because it was Snake. There was a huge difference, right? right? But is this one? So we're gonna play the video right here. Yeah, we got it. Hold on, it's, it's not coming. Me. It's coming. It's coming, guys. Uh, for our audio listeners. I'm going to try and put it on the audio so you guys can listen too. Because I really want you to hear it. Okay, here we go. Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Bad boy. In the voice. Bad boy. Oh. But I'm ready to give you everything you want. If you need to learn how to talk to a lady, ask your mum. What do you think so far? That's all you've got. It's definitely different. It's, it's definitely, definitely different. different. I think I think we have to go back to the first clip because we're not going to really hear it in the game. Yeah, because fighting. fighting. Yeah, so let's do it again. So. New voice. Bad boy. But I'm ready to give you everything you want. If you need to learn how to talk to a lady, ask your mum. So, okay. After that, what do you guys, what do you think from that? I I, actually, I hear myself. Oh, okay. There you go. I actually like Helena like the original voice actor yeah that yeah. sounds much more like bayonetta and it just has feels like better, bayonetta because it, it, it feels bayonetta. like yeah, yeah exactly, it's bayonetta. exactly. So, so i get that i get that especially when she says like i am bayonetta yeah, like that that's yeah. my role that's my role um yeah i mean what are you gonna do like at this point it's it sucks that that happened whether it's true or not we just have to kind of go with the facts and what we have um hopefully this doesn't happen again or hopefully this changes things in the future for voice actors yeah. Um, last thing here. I know you're not the biggest Bayonetta fan, right? So it's it's kind of hard for me to ask you. But does this stop you from getting the game? Were you were you ever going to get the game in the first place without this happening? Um, I think not day one. I wouldn't. I wasn't going to get the game. But okay. I was. I would have gotten the game because I played the first two. I, yeah. I did play the first two. Um, so I would have gotten it eventually, but maybe not because it's coming out like now next like week. next week next week right? yeah it's coming out next week so it's coming out like now um i wouldn't have time to play it so yeah i i would have gotten it definitely but not just not right now now you you are a huge bayonetta fan this is kind of like in your realm of gameplay like you love this like devil may cry kind of like hack and slash type of thing yeah fast-paced bullshit um you were, were you originally going to get this game day one without this whole situation i want to say i think i was going to get it day one I think it was going to be a day one kind of person. Um, 
with getting it. And when I say day one, I mean, like, I don't know if I would get it like the day it dropped. Right. I know that means day one, but I mean, I might have gotten it like a week after it came out, something okay. like that. Right. Okay. Like pretty close just because of time and stuff like that and, and to truly enjoy the game. Sure. Um, someone made a really good point about this. It's like, okay, yeah, screw the developer for all this stuff or whatever, but there's also the people that actually worked really hard on the game, like the yes. software engineers and, and all these other people that, that did all this other stuff. And it's like, I'm going to dick over them because you didn't get your way. Like, uh, I don't feel as bad now. So will I get the game? Yes. Okay. This isn't really stopping me from getting the game, if okay. I'm being honest, because now it's a whole, now it's he said, she said. Mm. So, right, right. Yeah. I mean, fair, very good point. Like, this also, she, so Helena wanted us to like boycott the game. That was her, like, you know, her statement in the, in the, in the uh, Twitter post. Um, and I don't, I'm not sure if I really agree with canceling a game because of that situation. I One do person. agree that. I, I feel like she's trying to take a stance for, and she did, she did say it in the tweet. She's taking a stance for everyone, um, for voice actors in general, right? Or like this needs to stop. This has to be uh, yeah. different and all that stuff. I get that. Um, but canceling a game, I feel like there's better ways to do it. I think what the best way to do it, right, for us to talk about it, for us to like give you guys that information and kind of let you know, hey, this is what's happening in the gaming industry. This is what's happening with Bayonetta 3. Make your decision. Like with all the facts, with all the information that you have right here, if you want to buy the game, go right, go go for it. Like more power to you. If you don't want to, it's you know, it's your you know, decision. Like, it's your it's your decision. So I that's think it. that's the best thing to do, and on our end at least, like as a as a podcast, um, we we share the facts, we share you what's information is going down, and you can decide whether you want to do that or not. You know, and either way, you know, it's fine with us. Uh, Sinarf said. Sicknarf, sorry. Uh, cancel culture. Uh, yes, very much so. Uh, you can't really cancel a game, honestly. Uh, it's it's kind of hard. I get it if like all every single dev on their team was like, "Don't get this game." Then maybe it'd be like, "I probably shouldn't get this game," but no one else has said like anything about it, so I'm probably gonna get the game. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be more information later on. Um, I'm sure Bloomberg, and I'm sure. Um, you know, there's going to be more information coming out as, as the weeks go by and as the game comes out. So we'll, we'll definitely, you know, keep you guys updated for that. Um, let's move on to news number three here. Silent Hill is coming out with a new game announcement and it's incoming soon. I think tomorrow is that, if that's, or is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. It's Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. So if, for yeah. audio listeners, uh, this is Friday. So already, you already, downs already came out and yeah. you're able to know what's happening. But if you're watching us right now. Uh, it's tomorrow, and I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, so let's get into the, some of the tidbits here. On October 19th, yep, you're right. So that's tomorrow. Konami will be giving us an update on what's the next for Silent Hill website. Uh, the Silent Hill site has been updated with a new logo stating this. In your restless dreams, do you see that town? The latest update for the Silent Hill series will be revealed during the Silent Hill transmission on Wednesday, October 19th at 2 p.m. PD, PDT. Right there. So, so what, what? I'm hearing I'm myself double, double for some reason. That's weird. weird. Oh, it's because of this stupid thing. Now yeah. you're good, right? Yeah, 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 I'm good now. So, first off, I'm going to incorporate this with Silent Hill, but also with the fact that we also have information on Capcom releasing um, Resident Evil uh, Resident Evil 4 Showcase or Resident Evil Showcase in general that will also take place not tomorrow, but Thursday at 3 p.m. 
So they're going to give us information on uh, latest updates on trailers and more on both Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil Village. So a lot going on this week. Rob, let's start with Silent Hill. What is your take on this? Uh, skeptical, always, um, just because of what happened to PT um, when that happened, right? With that whole thing where it was originally Silent Hill and now it's not. It, 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 I don't know. I, I just I want it to be good. Okay. I want it to be good so bad. I'm just going to play a little clip here in the background. You don't, you're don't. you not hearing yourself twice right now? No, no, no. Okay. Um, this is PT, the the original. Um, Still looks so good. It, it's incredible. Um, this is back when uh, Hideo was on the... Yeah, Kojima was on the, the team. And uh, now, is it going to be in some form like this? Or is it going to be third person? Mm, great question. I was going to ask you the same thing. In a sense of like, where do you think Silent Hill is going to go next, right? Like, how do you see Silent Hill improving from this, right? From from what Kojima's um, vision was. Do you see it going first person the way it is? Do you see it going first person how Resident Evil 7 or Resident Evil 8 has been going? Um, do you see it going a completely different take, like completely different way of like, I don't know, like how Resident Evil changed the whole franchise with Resident Evil 4, right? Do you see them upping that in a way where like it's triple a status so i definitely don't think it's going to be like any type of like smaller game i think it's going to be i think they're going to do a triple a game because it is that is a powerful ip it's huge fan base resident evil kind of had a comeback when it went first person it went from third person for resident evil 6 and then when biohazard came out it went back to first person and immediately it brought back the scariness again. People were like, yes. this is its yes. franchise again. Um, Arguably, think, five and six were the worst, right? Arguably. Yeah, I would say five and six are pretty pretty bad. People like, if five for action game, is, it's good, right? But it's it's not it's not a scary game by any means, I don't it's think. It's not Resident Evil at that point. Right. So, yes, I think this game should be first person. I think being first person safer because if it's not first person, they're going to constantly compare the third person to the first one. It should have been first. Oh, well, God, that scared the shit Jesus out of me. Christ. Holy shit. Fuck this game. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. They, they need to do something crazy. They need to bring this game back or the, this title, this franchise back to the eyes of people. I know people have been really excited for Silent Hill for a very long time. They want this like soon, like now. But they need to do something that really captures the the horror of Silent Hill, but also keeping it fresh and kind of updated to 2023, or, you know, whenever this game is going to come out standards. They need to do something because right now, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, but there is a lot of horror games kind of like we, we're kind of like in this in this way, uh, in, like this timeline of like horror games coming back. Right, I feel like, like yeah. we have Dead Space remake coming out. We have Callisto Protocol coming out soon. Um, Resident Evil is probably like you know arguably in its best state in, in a long time. Like Silent Hill now with, with it, the with the announcement coming out soon, it needs to do something to kind of differentiate itself from the other horror games. And maybe changing it to like a first person status might be the 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 go to for that, or or maybe not. Maybe keeping it as a third person. Um, horror game but like i don't know making changing the camera a little bit kind of like how resident Evil 4 really 
made that the staple in, 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 in the gaming industry now. I don't know. They need to do something that really changes that and, and kind of differentiates it as like Silent Hill, you know, and changes it from what everything everybody else is doing. Silent Hill is all about atmosphere. Like yes. that is that is all what Silent Hill ever was is just constant, constant atmosphere. And that's mm-hmm. what, what creeped people out was was that the fact that uh, Resident Evil is more about the monsters. Right. Right. And the zombies, the, the jump scares and this sure. where this was just like there was something always watching me and they need to to keep that intact for this to be successful. They need to recapture that feeling in the new generation. Yeah. So. I think it should be first person because it's going to scare them because the graphics are crazy now. Like, I think if you, first person would be great. I think first person would really keep that, like you said, that ambiance, that like really dreadful feeling of like somebody's always watching you because you can't really see everything as in first person, right? So they can do they can do well with that. Like this looks great in a third person setting, but if they brought it to like a first person view, I think it can really capture what Silent Hill was supposed to be. Right. I mean, if you look at this too, this is, this kind of reminds you of like the old Resident Evil games, yeah, right. As yeah. far as like the overhead view camera and stuff like that. So, um, I, I think it being like behind the shoulder, like Resident Evil four, I don't think it would do it justice. I think first person, think first person is the way to go. So here's my thing. Do you think this game's dark? Holy would, shit. would you, would you want them to nowadays, right? There's, there's this thing of like, Hey, let's bring out a show corresponding with the game do you think it would make sense for a silent hill show a silent hill movie to come out kind of like hand in hand with the the uh not a movie i think a show would be better but it would have to be the right type of director it would have to kind of be like the same people that do like haunting of hill house or haunting of of bly manor that i think it returning in some form like that would be would be good but mm-hmm. i don't want to because resident evil actually became a show and it sucked so they'd right. be really careful the way they do they there, there is a silent hill movie yes there is yeah it, it's it was not terrible, good but i'm saying it's like, like, to, not, like yeah. re reinvent the, the wheel you know kind of like start from scratch type of thing kill it with the game first be really a really great game be super scary and then kind of a last of us thing right like the game is amazing and now they're making a show out of it same thing just make sure the game's good first and then do the show so yeah well, I am excited to hear both. So now let's talk about Capcom's Resident Evil Showcase. Do you think not much to talk about there because they're kind of giving us the information right at hand, right? We're going to be getting more information on Resident Evil 4 uh, remake, right? And we're also going to get more information on the Resident Evil Village DLC. So cool. I mean, I'm excited to see Resident Evil 4 a little bit more. But I mean, are you more excited for Resident Evil 4 or more excited for the DLC for the Village? Resident Evil 4, easy. Okay. Resident Evil 4. I mean, again, I've played the game before. It's just going to be updated, but it's going to look so. It's going to look so good. It's going to be like because I haven't played the game in a very long. Forever. I'm going to turn this yeah. off my monitor. It's literally still playing over there, and I'm like, I'm not watching a scary <laughs> shit by myself. Uh, but no, yeah, I, I really, I, I don't remember the last time I think. I think the last time I played it was on GameCube. So this yeah. is going to be fun for me. This is going to be great. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see how it turns out. I don't. I, I think I would get it. I, I don't see why not. Depends on when, when it comes out. You should get it. March. 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 That's right. March. Yeah, get it. Get it. Yeah, I don't see why Be not. stupid if you don't get it. That's true. Well, that's so, it. That's, that's it. the news. That's, that's, that's the, news. It the news. So lots of that's, scary uh, games. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. Like We're in this in this timeline now of like games that are like just coming out with like the horror, the horror time. time. Time for horror. You know what I mean? Um, speaking here. of horror, though, 
or for in-game chat, we're going to talk about a little bit because of Halloween and all that stuff. We're going to be talking about the resurgence of horror games coming out, right? So, Rob, question for you for in-game chat. Which do you think will come out on top as far as horror games? And uh, and to follow up with that question, what has been the scariest game you've ever played? <sighs> okay, so let me... So we have Resident Evil 4. We have Dead Space. Uh, Dead Space. We have Callisto Protocol. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that pretty much it? Silent Hills. I think we have the DLC for Resident Evil. I think that's pretty much it. I don't really know. If there's a ton of work. I know there's a new one that just came out. I think it's called like it's on Game Pass. I forget the name of it. Yes. Um, Scourge, Scourge, Sco- something like that. Yes. Actually, that's my next game to try out because I heard it's just, just gross. Scorn, Scorn. Um. So. I really think Callisto Protocol because it hasn't been done. We haven't seen anything about it yet. Resident Evil 4, we already know. We've played the game. We know what happens. Okay. Dead Space, we've played the game. We know what happens. They're all they're both remakes. Callisto Protocol, we have no idea what ha- what's happening. As far as what? In terms of what? Story scares i think yeah. that game might be scared me personally this is directed me personally but i think that game is probably going to scare me the most where dead space and resident evil 4 i kind of know what to expect yeah. i know there's a guy with a chainsaw in resident evil 4 i know in dead space there's necromorphs gonna fucking devour me under a vent i know that's right. gonna happen close to protocol i don't know what is out there mm-hmm. and how it's gonna get me hmm. yeah I kind of agree. agree on that end. I mean, but you're not really a, you're not you don't really get scared easy when it comes to horror games. I don't. I I, I actually, in fact, I enjoy it when I get scared. I'm like, oh shit! Like that was like cool. like, like, like in PT just now when we saw the little ghost in the in the the little door. We're just like, oh yeah. shit! Like that, like like, like yeah. that kind of shit, right? Yeah, yeah. That that's exactly. It. I feel like those type of moments I enjoy because the game did what it needed to do at that point, you know? Yeah, right, right, right. And so right, right. that when it, when it does that and I'm like, Oh, like you did it like good job, like good shit. Like that, that actually you want to shake, you want to shake the developer's hand. Like, so yeah, I, to answer that question, I feel like what will come up on top? Like, who do you think will be the top dog in the horror space? And to answer that question, I think as far as, in terms of horror, in terms of scares, it would probably be. Uh, we got to think about it too. Silent Hill or um, the next Resident Evil game hasn't been announced yet. The next title, which it might be, it, you never know. It might be announced in this um, showcase. Maybe, maybe, maybe. They, might, right. they didn't say they weren't going to show anything new, but you never know. Um, I think Callisto Protocol might be it. Might be the top dog only because, like you said, we don't know much about it, but it has a lot of dead space in it yeah yeah you know to me dead space is my the scariest game i've ever played hands down you think that's the space, first one the first you one. think that space one is a yes. scariest game you've ever played hands down dude i mean you can you can argue um no not even you can't even argue like resident evil back in the day like resident evil was scary back in the day but no no not like not like that not Dead like space this. was just a constant like, like i'm like gonna get eerie. you're gonna get killed like really easily and then we just played phasmophobia not too long ago with um uh um, tony kgb yeah 
And so that was fun and arguably a very scary game, right? It, it, it definitely feels more demonic in a sense of like you're, you're, you're dealing with demons, you're dealing with ghosts, whatever. Yeah, but that's more of a like a feeling of just like you're separated from your friends. But the actual because right, like, nothing really happens besides nothing really bad you happens know? to you. Like yeah. you die, but it's not like you got but me. But it's it's a sense of like dreadfulness of like oh my god, like something could be here. There's something talking to me. There like something can happen at, at any given point. You know, right? Um, so that is kind of what scares me. But I think Dead Space takes it for me because Dead Space from when it first came out, it's like this sense of like you're by yourself, you're alone in this in in space nonetheless you know it's not like you're you're alone in the town it's not like you're alone in a school you're, you're in, space. in space you're alone you're literally the only person in this like ecosystem right? yeah, yeah, yeah and so you just have to survive and, and get out of here and so the necromorphs really just feel like they're just these disgusting like mutated just like human beings but they're not they're just like oh they're gross oh if you if if I had to go against you put a zombie in front of me, I'm like hands down. That's I'm like that sucks. Like I'm like yeah. zombie. Okay, but I could juke it. I could like get a nice stab in the brain, whatever. And I'm like I could take it if I you needed to, <laughs> right? But I see a fucking necromorph. I'm so you're not juking that shit. Yeah. I'm you're dead. Not ju- I'm he's gonna so... juke you, dude. He's gonna <laughs> juke the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna fucking get me bro like it's it, i'm gonna die in a bad way too i'm gonna die in a really bad way yeah like so, coughing out blood and shit yeah and just <laughs> no no definitely scary factor necromorphs take the cake they are and that's why very... i say dead space is, is my top pick like that's why i love dead space two, dead space 2 dead space 2 not as scary as the first one but definitely had its scares its moments and so that was also up there for me but Dead Space once takes it hands down, you know. Dead Space three, we don't talk about. That that's a that's a that's a good pick. Yeah, Dead Space three was kind of an action game. Um, but I I I I'm gonna have to agree with you, with the exception of there's a couple of other games. There's okay. Um, what is the name of it? Fuck, I'm forgetting the name of it. Not Phasmophobia, but like you're by yourself in a prison, and you have a camera. And I wish we had. Oh, some, you know um, what I'm talking about? Out, 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 Outlast. 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 Yeah, Outlast was scary as fuck. I forgot about that game. Yeah, that I think I very... played that in one sitting. I had my roommate in college just watch me play it the yeah. entire time. And if he wasn't there while I was playing it, I would have not played it. Yeah, that was that, a scary. I, game. I forgot about the game. Um, Outlast was very scary, but once you get past. Not, a certain point. A certain point. It 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 stopped getting. It stopped being. Yeah, scary, it wasn't right? as bad. It wasn't as bad. Yeah, yeah. And then spoilers, the part in Resident Evil Village with the baby. No, you keep going with the baby. I the that scared the crap out of me. That, it was I, bad. I, I was white. I was white playing that freaking. Like literally, like my skin was just like so. I don't know how I got through that part. There's something about I, babies' noises that in the dark. Just get it. It just it just gets you, you know, especially laughing. if you're not expecting it. The laughing, you know? yeah, like crying is one thing. Like you hear a baby crying, like okay, that's that's bad, but like that happens, right? But then when they start giggling and laughing, you're like, and they start coming towards you with a fucking demonic look and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good, bro. But yeah, that's I would say re- in recent memory, probably, probably that probably Resident Evil baby part. Yeah, that was bad baby part. Yeah, 
Yeah. That was really the only scary, like, massive part that I'm just like, holy shit, they went all out on this part. The dolls were pretty bad, too, though. Yeah. Yeah. The dolls were pretty bad. But that was, like, that was, like, a boss fight that, that was, like, one of the easier boss fights. It was, you just had to find them, and then, yeah, it was, it wasn't bad, but that, the first half of that game was way scarier than the second half. The second half wasn't Agreed. really scary. But. How do you think the, the next Resident Evil game is going to be? Like, I'm just excited to see what resident evil what nine is it how it's gonna be uh eight village is seven i think no eight no village is eight village is, village is eight yeah is yeah, village seven, eight? seven was biohazard okay yeah you're right um yeah resident evil nine i i really don't know where they're gonna go with it this time um i don't think they're gonna go back to like legit zombies because um resident evil 4 is kind of taking that mm. right where they have but they might i they think can't they go sh- back to zombies because they, they they did this whole like, werewolf thing vampires type of thing like an a and i feel like they have to keep going with that i, I don't or, think they're gonna keep going similar with it. i think they'll change it up i think they're yeah. gonna change it up into something else something a different type of scary lore that we don't know about you know it'd be really cool it'd be really cool like a gothic theme yes like yes. bloodborne theme where yes. like like we have grotesque monsters yes. that would be cool now you're talking now you're that speaking my cool. language dude i would be a hundred percent down with that and that that would scare the shit out of me because those fucking demon demonic looking things in, in um bloodborne fucking though that could have been a run-up for for from dead space because De- bloodborne is, is kind of scary in itself let's be honest the, the enemy design it's not that the game is scary. It's the enemy design is so insane that when you see some of the bat, the boss fights, you're like, yo, you're like, I would hate to fight this? this thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? It's like oozing skulls, but they have yeah. arms and like it can the throw lightning bolts. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you have to be twisted to make some shit right, like right, that. Right, right. So give me some of that shit. I'm all right yeah, with that. I'm down for that. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Gaming Duo Podcast, episode 93. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Again, you guys can follow us on social media, uh, follow us on uh, YouTube, and obviously on the um, um, what's it called? The YouTube, yeah, social the YouTube's and and all the yeah, all the good stuff, you know, all, all the good stuff. stuff. You know, I'm tired. It's been a long day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything? Any last words, Rob? Before you die. Uh, sorry, just oh my god, Jax, you kind of scared me. Good job. You got me again. Um no, uh I'm excited to uh this next I kinda <laughs> want October Chucky comes to- out of nowhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> you look bro, 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 no, come back. <laughs> um yeah, oh check out my episode I did with Press Any Key. Uh we talked yes. about Press Any Key podcast. Um we talk about Halloween ends the movie so a little hollow you know a little bit of like spooky halloween mm. uh we talk about a bunch of stuff um but yeah check that out guest on there shout out to those guys guys are awesome dope, dope. and that's all i got so cool cool all right guys well thank you guys for tuning in and until next time catch you have later. a good day bye bye